Hey, it's Jen Garrett here, and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. I've helped thousands of people to develop their own personal game plan to achieve that next level of greatness. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize the same tools and strategies of professional athletes, Fortune 500 executives, and successful entrepreneurs to elevate your hustle and get you across your goal line. So get ready. It's your time to move the ball. Hey, everyone. Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of Move the Ball. This episode is part of my special Path to the Draft series, where I'm having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. So today, inside the huddle with us and ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Jalen Fisher. Jalen is an offensive lineman who played college football at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. And during his time with the Charlotte 49ers, Jalen was a three-year starting center, and he became the first center to play in the school's first bowl game which was the 2019 Bahamas Bowl. In 2020, Jalen started all five of the team's games and was on the Outland Trophy preseason watch list, which is an award for the nation's top interior linemen. And Jalen also anchored an offensive line that led Conference USA, and they were ranked 30th nationally in rushing with a school FBS record 203 yards per game. Jalen, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Well, I'm so glad that you're here with us today. I've been looking forward to our conversation. So let's kick this off with you telling us more about your story and how did you get into football? How I got into football was basically my uncle. He was coaching. He was like, we need somebody on the interior for defense. So I gave it a shot ever since then. I just fell in love with the contact, uh, being around like new people, meeting new people. So that's how I got into the game. What is it about football that really excites you? Is it the meeting new people or is there something else that really drives your passion around the sport? It's meeting new people. It's also having the contact that comes with the sport. But my biggest thing with coming with the sport is like the opportunity that I can uh, provide with my family. Absolutely. Football teaches us so many lessons that we can apply outside of the game and in life. I mean, I talk about a number of lessons in my book, Move the Ball. And so can you just share with us from your perspective, what do you think are some of those lessons that you've learned that will help you to be successful in life and as you continue in your next chapter? A big life lesson I have from all the coaches all around is just discipline. The world's just going to keep moving. What are you going to do during your time while you're here? Are you going to have an impact on people's lives or are you just going to be just another person so with that being said I just feel like having that discipline just getting ready to go to work every day take care of your family your future family and overall just staying determined in what I do I like that I think it's very important for us to think about are we going to be people that leave an impact or are we just going to be someone that lets the world keep moving past us and so I think that's a great lesson and something that we can all think about as we're moving forward. Something that I talk about a lot is the great athletes on the field, the great leaders in life, they focus on this concept of continual improvement. What are you currently working on improving? And is there someone that has really pushed you to be better? One player last year that really pushed me beyond my limits is Cam Clark. He's with the uh, New York Jets right now. He believed in me day one when I first came in. He never let up on me whether. We were doing one-on-ones, and I lost one rep. He was always on me, like, hey, you better than that. Let's let's get this work in today. So I feel like him personally, I just want to be someone like him. And what are you working on now to get ready for the draft? Uh, what I'm working on now is 40 time starts, shuttle, 
which is the 5105 and the L drill. I'm working on my footwork for my pass set, working on hand eye coordination, learning how to identify the defense on the pro level. There are so many things that we take away from every game that we play, everything that we do, every practice. Can you tell us about a time either in a game or during a practice where you had one of these aha moments and something clicked and you learned a really valuable lesson? Something that clicked with me was just having to be prepared for every game that you play. I feel like that's the biggest thing that clicked for me after my freshman year. I seen guys like Nate Davis or Cam getting extra film study in. And as a freshman that's coming into college, you really did not looking at stuff like that when you first come in. Just learning from them and seeing how they do things, it helps me. You started all 12 games at center as a redshirt sophomore, helping the 49ers to have four 200-plus yard rushing games, helped your teammate running back Benny LeMay to a 1,000-plus yard season, making him second in Conference USA Conference. Talk to us about that season for you and what really helped you to be successful going into that sophomore year. I had a lot of great mentors that helped me along the way that pushed me and wanted me to be great. I just listened to them took down notes, got in the field more, took care of my body. Overall, just knowing like the game of football, the reason why we're wearing a certain play or how we do things around, like our culture, for instance, with yelling out war. Just a few months ago, you were able to play in a couple different great games. What was that like for you? I got to go to the Hula Bowl, which was awesome. I never thought I would see a volcano in my life. Being out there and Meeting new people, it, it was just so exciting. And also, like, getting to talk to the uh, scouts, NFL scouts, one-on-one was just a blessing. As you look back at the Hula Bowl, like, what was the biggest takeaway from you, just that experience? What is something that you'll continue to tell people for years and years about your time at uh, the Hula Bowl, aside from volcanoes? <laughs> <laughs> just living in the moment and actually, like, getting to know people, I feel like that's one big takeaway from it. Like, you'll never know who will help you out later down in your life. So I feel like just meeting new people and getting to work in while you're doing that, maximizing your opportunity while you're there. You were one of the co-captains of your team. Can you talk to us about A, what it meant to be a co-captain and the responsibility that you feel holding that title? Oh, uh, I mean, everything to me. When I first got word that I was going to be captain, it was just a blessing. We had to give a little speech. And what I basically said to the team was like, I'm ready to work and I'm here for y'all. So let's get to it. Let's Let's win some games and we'll go to a championship because of COVID, we couldn't. What do you think in your mind makes somebody a great captain? Just your work ethic on and off the field, being consistent in what you do makes you a great captain. You can't just talk about it, you got to be about it. Just doing both of those things will just help you stand out a little bit more than others. How do you stay mentally locked in on game day, especially as the captain? I mean, people are looking to your leadership as well. So how do you stay locked in anything in particular that you do? While we're in the locker room, I'm getting ready, putting on my shoulder pads and whatnot. I'll put on some music, have me focus, not think about football at that time. Just get my mind away from it and just tell myself I'm going to do great this week during practice, during game day, stuff like that. And something I want to talk about with you is the concept of adapting and adjusting, because we all have to do that mm-hmm. in life. We have to do that in football, and we've especially had to do it with COVID last year and we're still in a pandemic. So can you talk to us about how you've adapted and adjusted over the past year? For one, with these Zoom calls, I really had to keep the team motivated. That was just our biggest adjustment. 
as football players because you're just so used to being out on the field with one another and having fun actually playing the sport. But during that off time, it was just, just hard for a lot of people that we couldn't be as close as we wanted to. It's great to stay connected over Zoom and other technology platforms, but it's not a substitute for that in-person energy, mm-hmm. interaction, and all that. So I can completely relate to that. A question for you before I take you into my two-minute drill. Aside from your athletic ability, what would you say separates you from other football players out there? How are you different? Well, my knowledge of the game, I feel like I could pick up on things a little bit quicker than others. Overall, I feel like not enough people give me credit for my strength. Those are two things that I feel like that would make me stand out a little bit more than other players. Just my work ethic, how I read defense, and just picking up the uh, playbook faster than others. So what I want to do now is I want to take you to my two-minute drill. I'm going to ask you seven fun questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. First question is, outside of football, what do you like to do? I'm really a chill person, so I like to just chill, spend time with my family, my girlfriend. During my downtime, I'll watch a couple movies. I love the Marvel series. I can cook. A lot of people give me compliments on my chicken Alfredo, and I'm trying to get into grilling. I feel like I'm a good grill. Nice. Who is your favorite professional sports team? And it doesn't have to be football. It would have to be the Lakers during that time period when Kobe was there. Sure, yeah, that was definitely a dominant uh, a dominant time for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie would have to be Friday. It's with Chris Tucker, Ice Cube, and some other actors. Yeah, that was that's an older movie. Yeah. What is your favorite food? My favorite food is pizza and wings. Can't go wrong with them. And what kind of toppings? on the pizza? The meat lover or just pepperoni. You have a favorite chain that you like or restaurant that you get pizza from? Pizza Hut or uh, Papa John's. Got it. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach? The biggest advice that I got from the coach was don't take any of this for granted. So just living in the moment, just taking everything one day at a time, basically. Think about the future, living in the present. That was the biggest piece of advice that I got from a coach. And I'm going to flip it now and ask you, what would be the best piece of advice that you would give to somebody? Getting to know people, because you'll never know who you'll see later down the road that will help you, help you do something that you yourself can't do. Sure, that's a great piece of advice. Even though it's a big world, it's a small world, Mm -hmm. too. So you want to get to know people and treat people right, because you never know when your paths will cross again, and they can help you down the road. Mm -hmm. And my last question is, you're hosting a dinner party, and you can invite three famous people. Who would you pick and why? I would pick Ray Lewis, Kobe Bryant, and Adam Sandler. The reason why I chose Ray Lewis is I love his motivational speech. I, I watch it every time for a game on YouTube, and I just want to hear like some of his knowledge that he brings to uh, football. The reason I like Kobe Bryant is the same way, but like his mentality that he brings to the sport. I would also like to get to know some of his information I always wanted to see him play like in a basketball game, but I never had the opportunity to. And lastly would be Adam Sandler. I just love like his movies and how he's just so funny. So those three would be my big choices. Yeah, he's Adam Sandler is pretty funny. He's definitely had some great movies over the years. Yes, he has. So as we look to close the show, tell people how can they follow you? Everybody can follow me on social media on Instagram at jfish 68 Twitter would be at Fisher Jalen. So F-I-S-H-E-R-J-A-E-L-I-N. Perfect. And we'll be sure to have those in the show notes too, so people can follow you on your journey. Jalen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me.
Yeah, I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to our show. And we will catch you next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball. To see more about what I'm up to and how I can help you to move the ball, check out my website at www.getinsidethehuddle.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And also join the Move the Ball Facebook group for even more content and to be a part of the Move the Ball movement.